When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure Tuesday, November 26th, you head down to Lord Hobo Brewing because myself, Shine Time, and John will be present and recording a nice little extra podcast for the people. It's a live show. Brad Foe Show will be there. Another unnamed podcast hosted by two people that get on our nerves all the time will also be there. Some other people from this wonderful pod combination will be there. Please, please, please feel free. Come down, hang out, have a beer. It's going to be a blast. Previously on Club Dub. Do you like great sound effects, awkward hosting, and going 500? Then we've got a podcast for you. It's called The Winner's Club. Mason Rudolph, actually not a terrible player. Yes, actually terrible. You've seen my hand before, right? <laughs> That's disgusting. I think Philadelphia is going to put up some points. I think Carolina is going to get up big. I have a Roth IRA. John normally has like a big sheet of notes and a run day. He has nothing today. This week, as a show, Steven Stevens. We had a great duo nickname for oh, Russell definitely. Wilson and Tyler Lockett. What was it? Surgeon and Virgin. That's pretty good. In the name of the time. I bless you and your chosen hero. My picks are all weird. So I've been crawling under the bed, uh, into the bed, and just watching Disney Plus the last couple days. So that's the, yeah, that's the issue saddest right thing ever said in this podcast. Has <laughs> liaison today, by the way. I want to make love to the other. Rudolph pulling the Steelers' slate of victory. My president stays president. We're gonna be in good spot. Well, I have news for you, Mutt. Uh, you know, this is a gambling podcast, Chime. I did not look it up is. my odds on this, but uh, what are the odds that Chime's president, or Mutt's president, does not stay president for the next <laughs> for the week? full term? It's a gambling podcast. We, it's it, true. We, would, we have to talk about this, I right? Think, I think the odds are still uh, in favor of Wait, him if you, staying. Wait, if you but... bet, if you bet, like if you were to place money on Trump being uh, either impeached or removed from the presidency, is that the same thing as taking a political stance? Like, do people take it? Because you know how anytime you call him a dumbass, people think it's a political stance, but it's huh. like, no, he's just dumb. That's a good question. I don't think it's a political stance because I, I wouldn't. Take well, I don't think it is either. But the thing is, people take it as that. Ah, that's people being people then. You know, <laughs> we, that's Twitter for you. Screw people. Yeah, exactly. Forget you people. We love you people, but forget you. Well, if you listen to the pre-show post-show, you know that usually the pre-show post-show ends with Mutt walking in. Generally. And Mutt currently not here. Wait, and hold on. He's right here. Hey, Mutt. How are you? <laughs> uh, wait. Not here. I lost. <laughs> I lied to you. Oh, he just left. He's gone. Yeah, so Mutt took off and went to Vegas. Yeah, we're actually supposed to asshole. call him in like five minutes. We'll see if we... Uh, should I, Should we blow by the time we're supposed to call him? <laughs> should we ghost him? <laughs> just, <on the> <laughs> just, just, yeah, just constant texts. Where are you guys? Aren't you guys calling me? Guys? Guys? No, he's probably having guys, too much fun guys, in Vegas. Guys? Guys? He's, he's probably already down $300. Let's be honest. He's been there since... Let's see. They left at eight. What's that? Like a two and a half, He said hour? he landed at like... What was that? Like one... Two o'clock, something like that. So he's been there for an hour or two. He definitely probably already blew a hundred or two hundred bucks. Yeah, he's already he's already not welcome. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> His wife looked at the credit card statements once, and she was like, "Don't even." Yeah, she don't, was like, don't even come home. 
She actually she actually bought him a one way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Just anticipating it. Mutt will join us via uh, via uh, phone for for every episode. Yeah, and we'll find out how much money he's already lost. Now, do you have the and and this is perfect that we'll discuss this without Mutt around. Do you have the splits of the podcast from before and after Mutt joined it? Yes, I do. Oh, they're in front of you. So yeah, they're literally. We in front didn't of even me. plan that. Yeah, Perfect. exactly. Chemistry. Just... Mutt kind of screws with us sometimes. Yeah, he, I does. feel like he's slowly he... tearing us apart. <laughs> it was <laughs> so joyful in here beforehand, it's... and then Mutt you and comes I in. get along great. I get along great with Mutt. Mutt and you, however, a lot of tension. <laughs> so then I become the middleman, and it's very difficult. That's because Mutt Mutt makes stuff up. Uh, he makes stuff up. <laughs> Mutt the Myth Man. Uh, he is trained by by Chris Curtis. So he makes pr- stuff up. <laughs> The pre-mutt splits right now, as I'm looking at them, I was eight and six. You were nine and three. Is that correct? Uh, I believe that's correct. yes, yes. Well, and, no, I just grouped it together because it was I grouped mine and your picks oh, 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 as oh, oh. one. Regardless, I think. For- and then post post mutt, including this week, which we will get to. I've already thrown in the numbers, so you can probably do the math if you want. Uh, I was eight. I am eight and ten with mutt. John is 10-7-1, currently leading the pack, by the way, at a 10-7-1, strong 10-7-1. And, and then Mutt sits at 9-8-1, which is basically like 9-9. Nine and nine. So he's like 500, and I just need to make up a couple games because I'm struggling. But it's okay. I've had a couple bad weeks. Two back-to-back, one in two weeks, man. Tough looks for All me. All right, do we, do we want to send it into your picks then here? Are we going right in? We're just balls deep? Yeah, balls deep uh, into Shime's picks. Send it. New England Patriots traveling to Philadelphia. The over right now is set at 45. I'm hitting the over. Give me the over 51.5. Houston at Baltimore. The Arizona Cardinals getting 10.5 this week in San Francisco. Real happy about that Cardinals pick. Well, you and I had a little spat about the New England-Philly game because you went over, I went under on that. Yeah, you took that. It was tough. I I think there might be a new gospel we have to do. I'll tease that for my okay. picks later. But it's it's so weird to me. I just I figured I thought the Patriots offense would just figure it out. Um especially like coming out of a bye week. I, I was just I was expecting more and I got less. Um mm-hmm. the game looked awful. I, I didn't even see the second half because I was a little busy on Sunday. I had a christening and then a concert. Oh, um, you saw OAR. I did. Fucking phenomenal. They're classic, classic lose your virginity to. Oh, I band. love them so much. Um, did you lose your virginity to OAR? Uh, no, I lost my virginity to Lifehouse. Oh, yeah, you told me this. I you did. told me this. I th- who did that? I, actually, hanging I think, by I a think, moment. I, I think. I'm hanging I don't think there was moment. music playing for me, unfortunately. I'm hanging by a moment here Literally. with you. Okay. Um, but, no, I'm yeah, falling so- even more <laughs> in love with you. <laughs> Shime's going to sing later while I call Mutt, yeah, exactly. by the way. That's what we're going to do. That, while... It's like a ringback tone. You're going to sing OAR. We can't play music. Oh, yeah. Because... I, can, I, got, I got it. I can even play Shattered with my mouth. That's okay. great. We're good. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, so I just expected more from the Patriots offense. But you know what? Plus one to you. Good job. That's the, 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 the Both teams looked awful, especially at the beginning of that game. I, and so I can only imagine how the second half of the game went. Um, but... Houston blown out by Baltimore. Not even close. I'm and not the thing even is surprised. The, so you had, you took the over. I think the over was 51 and a half. Uh, yeah, it almost hit. It almost, it got hit, it almost hit only with the Ravens I needed the, I needed the Texans to score twice. That's all I it. needed. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. I, it was, do you think they're going to make the playoffs? The Texans? I think they're going to eke in. Just because it's... 
I'm not sure they're going to. Because I think, but they have three opportunities right now. I think because I think the Bills' playoff seat is still in question. Like I think they're in there, but it's still kind of in question. And then there's like four teams fighting for that other wild card spot and the AFC South. It's going to come down to the Titans, Colts, and Texans. And I mean, realistically, the Jaguars, if Nick Foles comes back playing well, they could make a. Push. I honestly think I the Bills. It. I think the Bills have one of the wild card uh, spots locked up. And this is something we're going to wait for Mutt to do next week because we do want Mutt here when we go back. And Mutt actually appeared on the previous incarnation of this podcast when it was on the Off Day Channel yep. for our AFC over unders. I think Correct. it was. And pineapple, 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 pineapple. I don't know what he's he's trying not to sneeze. Trying not to Sorry, sneeze. Sorry, folks. Mutt appeared on the. Pre- I think I, I think I just won there. There you go. Good job. Do we can we add that to my my, my overall record? <laughs> I went three and one this there week. You go. <laughs> <laughs> but so Mutt uh Mutt appeared on the previous incarnation for the AFC over under. So we do want to revisit some of those, especially since this weekend. One of them, which I was viciously chirped by by the hosts of a different podcast that I produce yes. for picking, after this weekend, very well might hit the over on well in advance of when we thought it would. I was also made fun of for taking a certain team um, because of a certain influence before the season, and yes. that is looking like another possible playoff team. And and, and another one that hasn't hit yet, but I think is very well going to, if you listen to Shime and I, when specifically the day after something happened when we told you to take it before it gets moved yes. up. Up, you're gonna be a rich man. All right. Yes, absolutely. So, Philly, New England under 45. I have got the New York Jets plus one and a half at the Washington Redskins. So I will take the Vikings Broncos under 40. Vikings Broncos. I actually my analysis was okay, except it was the complete opposite of what exactly. I said. Exactly. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. If it was the way you had said it, so if if the Vikings were the team that got out to that 20 to nothing start. That game would have been under because the Vikings would not have allowed 27 points in a comeback win. I'm starting to view Rich Scangarello. Um, he's eking into the smart the smart play caller. The hmm. smart play caller category. He's not really? in there. He's he's inching towards there. Why? Because of how he has attacked good defenses with a depleted uh, skill position, a subpar offensive line, and... Brandon Allen. <laughs> Fair. It, it, it's I have getting to say, there. I'm I not going to put him there. But. I think this is the other thing, too. I think I think it's almost to the point where, uh, and I, I think this matchup this week kind of exemplifies that, is the Bills and Broncos are almost the exact same team, except the Bills have a consistent presence that's above average at quarterback. Not great, but he is above the average, and that's that might be the difference. Like, that might be the, and maybe a smidge better of an offensive line, be the difference between 7-4 and four and 4-7. Four and seven. Right. Um, but o- overall, look, look at you. Good week for you. 2-1. and one. I think I was 1-2 and two, two weeks in a row. Yep. So, good. You well, no, I went 1-1-1, one, one and one, but, you know, the, the John Push sounder is a little confusing at times. I, I, don't, I don't make those decisions. All right, uh, I'm going to call sure. Mutt. Yep. Are you going to sing Shattered by OAR right I sure now? I am. Can I lead you off with my voice? <clears throat> I'd love to. In a way, need a change from this burnt out scene. Another time, another town, another everything. But it always back to you. I figure out on the night in the pouring rain. I made the call all I want. 
It's all I need. I'm always back to you. Cause I'm good without you. Yeah, I'm good without you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, How many, many times, times can I break? <laughs> So I just talked to so I just me. talked to Mutt on the phone, and he said he is currently he is in Vegas. He said call him back in ten minutes, which means we'll start to go through some of our picks here. Okay. We'll loop back with Mutt at at three thirteen. I right. told him you were singing. <laughs> he sounded very distressed when I told him oh, that, that. That's what we told made you. He was he's already down like two hundred dollars. There was that time that you and I sang with Nick Fryer in the room, and we nailed up uh, Marin Morris. Ooh, in the middle. Oh, by the way, we're gonna have to do Grammy nominations bet betting special at oh, some God. point. Yeah, okay. I'll I mean, do that. I, maybe I'll have a guest. I'm gonna have to do a lot but of research. Marin Morris snubbed. Oof, snubbed tough tough look uh any whom yeah so mutt we, i have a surprise for mutt when we play his okay. back to him right uh that, that'll be later so you're, you're actually gonna so start thinking of another song oh. you're gonna have to <laughs> okay. okay okay i got you i got you and if you listen closely like mutt, mutt brought up if you listen closely you can hear the sounds of people grabbing their phones and hitting skip 15. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta really focus though to hear it yeah you really do <laughs> but you can hear it it's it's there you have, you're like you're like the you're like danny uh danny what's his name from the shining you have to shine to be able to hear. You have to shine to be able to, to hear them do that. Oh, um, my God. All right. So let's get to our picks. Okay. Uh, you, you might go first. We're, we're yeah, about I'm going to cl- receive. See, the thing is, we were going to clean the we, – Mutt was going to basically clean the board. Yeah. But Mutt deferred to us. So now, you can, so now, now you can, we can go ahead. Yeah. And I'm going to leave – Start us off. I know there's a pick Mutt's going to take, so I'm not even going to bother. But I'm going to start right away. The game that, uh, that stood out to me, it, it, and it's not even close. I don't know why Vegas – another line to me that just seems odd. Baltimore is traveling to L.A. to take on the Rams in Monday Night Football. They're currently laying three points. That's not enough. The Rams are not a good football team. Um, this this line should be six or six to eight, somewhere in that range. And I, I felt like th- I felt like that would have been more appropriate. So I feel like I'm getting four points here almost on this line. Give me Baltimore laying three at L.A. It's it's. The best offense in football, they're going to score 30 points, at least. And the Rams have not shown the ability to score more than 20. Consistently, at least. All right, so did I. So for my first pick, I, I teased this earlier. I think we have a new gospel. Oh, boy. I really it. think we have a new gospel. I didn't tell you about this. I don't know if you're even going to agree with it, so you don't even have to do the gospel bit if you do not agree with it. But I am going to take an adducting the gospel... Dallas, New England, under 45. I think the Patriots are the perfect storm to be hitting unders until per- until further notice. Because the offense cannot move the ball at all. We'll see what Isaiah Wynn does when he comes back. But Mo Sanu might not play in this game. Dorsett is looking. They both did practice today. We'll see what happens. There are reports that Mo Sanu could miss multiple weeks. They have not unleashed Damian Harris yet. Isaiah Wynn is not going to fix everything. And then on the other side of the ball, you have an outstanding defense that's going to hold opponents for the most part, unless it's Lamar Jackson, apparently to under, I'd say under 25 ish points, probably under 20, depending on who it is. And Bill Belichick, I think is going to figure out Dak Prescott in ways that others have not been able to this season. See, okay. see, that's what I don't, I don't think there's another offense. Uh, There's no other offense like Baltimore. But out of the teams New England plays this year, this is the game where the over-under to me would be uh, a cautionary take. Just because Dallas is built 
to beat a team like New England. Yep. Like this, their offensive line is without question one of the best offensive lines in football. It has been for years now. Ezekiel Elliott got all that money because he is a good running back. And Dak Prescott is quietly a top three MVP candidate. Um, if the Patriots are going to lose a second game on the schedule, it's going to be this week. I'm not, and that's not me. This is not me like with Baltimore. I am not all in on Baltimore beating the Patriots, Baltimore getting the points, nothing like that. But I'm staying completely away from this game because I could I don't trust Jason Garrett, but I do trust Dak. And if there's no like proclamation from Garrett saying run the football, I think Dallas could could beat the Patriots and win convincingly. Now I think there's a scenario in which that happens. So earlier today, uh, all of our shows today have been playing the, playing this sound. Actually, we didn't play it. So one of our shows played one of two shows that have that have finished today played this sound of uh, Mike Lombardi. Mike Lombardi saying that the, if the Patriots have possession for over thirty four minutes, or it might have been the opposite. It might have been like if Dallas has possession for under a certain amount of time, yep. because their defense is so small, they they typically lose the game. That implies that the Patriots are going to be able to hold on to the ball a lot, which yeah. I don't think I don't they're, going think to. they're going I think, to. I think the Cowboys are going to be able to more, but I do think the Patriots' defense is good enough. Dallas sucks in the red zone. They have sucked in the red zone for two years. Yeah, I don't know they why really they do. can't figure out the red zone. Well, they don't have—Dak doesn't have a go-to red zone guy. Da, the, you know who Dak's go-to red zone guy Jason should be? Jason Witten. You know who well, it should be. Well, that's it is, but who should it be? Dak. Yeah, probably. It should Honestly, be, it should, should be I, that's, spread well, it out, run a draw. I, I, it was he was either on Fox or the CBS game last week. I can't even remember. But um, whoever the announcer was, it might have been Aikman. It might have been no Romo did the Pats game, so it must have been Aikman. But whoever said it, Dak is Dak's game is currently evolving, but it's gotten to the point where it needs to evolve in a different way. He's already a, a great passer. And he's able to do it in the pocket, and he reads the defense great. One of the things he hesitates to do is to just run when he sees that opportunity. He's athletic enough to do it. Like he has the build of a Colin Kaepernick, right? But he chooses not to almost all of the time. Instead, he tries to do what Rodgers does and kind of roll out and then throw. Uh, I think Dak needs to commit to the run a little bit more sometimes because it, I think it was in the red zone he was rolling out, and he if he had decided about two seconds earlier that he was just going to run it to the end zone, he would have scored. But he hesitated a little bit. A linebacker was able to shade over. Safety came up. And when he made the run, he was out at the two-yard line. Mm -hmm. So I I think Dak actually – I think that's right. I think in the red zone, Dak just needs to trust himself. Warren Sharp in the offseason also had the the analytical look at it uh, of the Cowboys' red zone that they they are more successful in the red zone when doing Dak draws. This was last season. It It was before this season. And when they acquired Amari Cooper, it actually didn't change anything. Yeah, like people thought, like, oh, red zone woes. They need more weapons. Well, they got one of the you know a top ten receiver in the league, and it's still they still couldn't do anything in the red zone, and they're still just trying the same stuff in the red zone over and over again. It's like, no, you need to like you need to pay attention. Like I, you and I have talked about on the previous incarnation of this podcast a little bit on this as well, how the play calling, even though you have Ezekiel Elliott, that doesn't mean run the ball every single first and ten. Yeah, and when you have a player like Zeke Elliott, I. I Part of me thinks it's kind of like the Zimmer Stefanski thing. How it's it's probably They're a Jerry Jones. It's run. more of a Jerry Jones thing than it is a Kellen well, Moore yeah, thing. You just paid this guy ninety million dollars to give him the football, right? So I think I think the Cowboys aren't smart enough on offense, and that's also something that I think Bill Belichick can take advantage yeah, of. I think and that's, that's why a like Garrett issue, unfortunately. I think this Dallas team is talented enough to beat the Patriots, but I think the the. Dis- the deciding factor is going to be Jason Garrett. How period. many times will Jason Garrett be clapping on the sideline after a field goal? 
Mm, I, I'm going to sit the over under at two and a half. Lately, he's actually over. way over. Lately, if you watch him, he's actually almost like telling himself not to. Like you'll see him on camera and he'll cross his arms and they will be so tight. It's one of those up awkward, into his biceps. One of those awkward dudes that doesn't know what to do with their well, hands. Well, because I think photo. he caught wind of people calling him the clapper. And so he stopped. <laughs> like he must have like a nephew or something that listens to like the Bill Simmons podcast. And he like intentionally like doesn't clap now. Like you'll see him like tuck his arms in and he tries so hard not to clap. So I'm going to set it at two and a half times. You'll see him clap on the sidelines. All right, next pick. Uh, my next pick. This is kind of a controversial pick, um, but I I really like it. I, I just I think the Chicago Bears suck. Uh, Mitch Trubisky got save some takes. Save some takes for the rest of us. Yeah, right. Mud hasn't even made a pick yet. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it is what it is. The Bears suck. Give me the Giants getting six in Chicago. Of all effing teams, I'm taking the Giants. This is now. Watch your on, language. On, Censor yourself, please. Yeah, sorry. On this show, this is actually going to be the second time I'll have taken the Giants. First time it worked out. Let's see if it works out again. Give me the Giants getting six in Chicago. I think the Giants' offense is good enough. I think their defense sucks, but I think they suck less than the Chicago offense sucks. So I'm going to take the Giants. Okay, one last pick from me before we call Mutt back and you get to be graced by the uh, the beautiful the beautiful pipes of one Chris Schein. Mm-hmm. San Francisco minus three versus the Packers. You going for it? I'm going for it. Shannon's I thought fan. about I thought about a different pick there. I was going for it. I got my list of like, you yeah, know. I'm probably going to steal your last pick. I don't know about you, but my, my initial look at the board, I'm always like, I hate all of these. And by the time we get to the show, I talk myself into like nine games. So, so. Here's, I think I'm the opposite this week. I looked at the board and immediately was like, oh my God, I love like seven of these games. And then probably right before Sunday, I'm be like, what am I doing? I hate half of these. So I also, I do like the under in this game. That's not the one I'm going to bet, though. I do like yeah. San Francisco minus three because I do think that Matt LaFleur, I don't think he is as smart. I, I don't necessarily put him in the smart coach category. No, no, no. He hasn't proven himself yet. I, and, think, and I also, think a lot of his performance this year has been based solely around Aaron Rodgers being right. able to do what Aaron Rodgers well, does. Well, first it was the defense, and then as the defense trended down, Aaron Rodgers sort of trended up, and it was the perfect storm. And now they've both kind of leveled off a little yes, bit. Yes, exactly. So we so need the, to kind of the Chargers game happened, and it was like, oh, no, that's yeah. horrible. Uh, Coming off a of bye week, though, they got a lot of rest. They got a, a, an extra look at San Fran. Yeah. So I'm hoping for a good game. I do think Kyle Shanahan knows Matt LaFleur enough to know what he's going to do on offense. Yeah, I agree. To know his tendencies. And him and Robert Sala are going to come up with something good on defense. I'm, I I can feel it. And three three is not a lot. And the, uh, part of the reason why I like the under as well there is because although I do think San Francisco win, will win by three, Jimmy Garoppolo might be good for three turnovers. Yeah, it's also which, true. Which, you know, when, when that when you have that, that's how you hit unders. Yeah, I think this game's going to come down to ultimately Aaron Jones. If Aaron Jones keeps playing as well as he has played in weeks past and he just pops off, I, I think Green Bay wins this game. But I, otherwise, I, I I don't see how San Francisco loses. So now we're calling Mutt. <clears throat> Did you think of another song? Uh, Yeah. Duh. Ready? Three. <clears throat> Love and memories drowning deep inside your water. Deep inside yourself Hold into your memories Run me straight into the ground So deep inside your water Drowning Loving memories Love me Faster than the devil Run me Straight into the ground Drowning Deep inside your water, mud man, 
loving memories. Hi, Matt. What of the voice songbird of our generation, the songbird of our generation. Chris Thank you, Shine. Matt. National treasure, a national treasure. Everybody, I appreciate you, you that. missed it. So, so Shy went to an OAR concert on Sunday, and he, so he's been singing. Was that an OAR song too? Sure, it was. Love and memories. So, 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 a discussion we had earlier. Oh, first off, how much are you down? We literally just got here, so uh, the Uber ride was eleven bucks plus tip, so minus thirteen. Ah, $13. Damn. And then the four hundred dollar parlay on <laughs> Premier League football. <laughs> No, I wish, man. I was trying to bet uh, horses on the on the plane, but uh, the Wi Fi was not great, so that was a failure. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Good, good, good. Movie. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ten, ten second review. Three, two, one, go. Uh, the acting was exceptional. I had heard going in from somebody. I think it was Mark James. The ending was terrible. I liked the ending. I would give it a solid B plus. Only watch. Very, very yeah, well. I think Mark James is the only person on the planet who thinks that the ending to Once Upon a Time, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was bad. Brad Pitt's going to win an Oscar for that scene alone. Uh, Mark James also should not be giving opinions on things after his his Houston take from this past. Oh, I heard I heard a, a caller called in and said he was going to bet fifty grand on Houston. How did that work out? Uh, well, Houston. Mark said that he, no way Houston loses by more than four. Final score was forty-one to seven. Forty-one to seven. <laughs> brutal, brutal. All right, Mutt. So we're gonna play your picks back to you uh, from this past week. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Here's the. So you're gonna just to set the scene for it. We just checked in myself and Ben Charleston. Great check-in here at the beautiful MGM Grand. We, neither of us has eaten all day, so we're gonna eat before our show. So I'm going to walk and talk and make picks while walking to the casino. I may order lunch while I'm talking to you guys. That's, That's never been done before. I want to hear this. Live lunch. Wait, gotta... make, sure you, make sure you hold the, the phone up to you while you're ordering lunch. <laughs> yes. Can I get 74-ounce Bud, Budweiser, please? You have those? <laughs> you have those, sir. All right. Let's, what do you got? What do, I don't, what, do I have to hear the picks? They suck. Yeah, you got to hear yeah, them. No, you got to hear them. You got to hear them. Okay. okay. I'm going to take the over in the Carolina-Atlanta game. Ooh. I'm going to lay the 10.5. Give me Oakland over Cincinnati. Late score gets me there. Bucks plus 5.5 against the Saints. Anyway, the Seahawks minus 13 against the bye. Mutt solid 0 for 4 this week. Wow. No, the Seahawks covered. They covered easy on the bye week this week. Well, no, actually they pushed, but that's the Mutt push sounder. Oh, that's okay. So, so when you push, you get a, a ding. When I push, I get a mush. Okay, exactly. Well, that, that came. Sure. That came. That came from Entercom. They said that's the way we had to do it. Sorry. A lot of changes in Entercom Digital. It's going crazy. It's blowing it's up. Unbelievable. All right, Matt. What do you got for us this week? Uh, well, this is going to be great. So we're going to we're going to test to see if it's going to work in elevator or not. Uh, okay, I'm going to start. See. When you go 0-3, you guys know this. you got to change it up. you got to be a little bit different. I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they're playing Philadelphia this week. My current line here is plus one and a half. That's correct. And I'm seeing courtesy of William Hill. The line opened at three. It's down to one and a half. I know Lockett's got some potential issues. Virgin. Uh, but I saw I saw Philadelphia play last week, and uh, I'm not convinced they're that great of a team. So I get my favorite NFC team on the road getting points. Give me the uh, Seahawks plus one and a half. I love it. I mean, Beautiful. We, Shyam and I already made two picks. You can just bang straight through yours. Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to go. Well, can I pick the – well, should I mention the Thursday night game? Or that can't count, right? Because this might not be up. It can't be one long. of your picks if you, want, if you have a take. Like, fire no, off. we'll save. It's a, uh, that's a bonus pick. Uh, I'm going to take the over in Bucks and Falcons. Uh, that game actually opened 54 and a half. It's down to 51 and a half. These are two up-tempo teams. And I don't believe in the Falcons. I know they got this whole thing now where Raheem Morris is calling the defense on third down and some former player, Jeff Ulbrich, is calling first and second down. No, 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 no. It's a high-scoring game. Their defense still stinks. 
I love the fact that it's gone down. So I'm going to go over 51.5 with two up-tempo teams at the Atlanta bump. The, the Atlanta defense bump I'm not buying into. And then I'm going to go against, I think, the most overrated coach in the league, this guy Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to take Green Bay plus the three Ooh, against, so, so I against picked, San Fran. I picked San Fran minus three mutt. Sorry, repeat that again so we can get it clean. That was my fault. Sorry. Uh, give me the Green Bay Packers against the most overrated coach in football, Kyle Shanahan, getting three points, the return of Devontae Adams, that San Fran defense. Sorry, John. It is not as good as advertised. In fact, they might need Debo Samuel to bail them out again. Is Jeff Wilson going to make a big play late? That's oh, if Jeff Wilson last week. If Jeff Wilson plays, I guarantee you he will make a big play. <laughs> Jeff Wilson always makes a big That's almost gospel right there is that if Jeff Wilson is in the lineup, he will score a touchdown or two, probably oh, from within up. 10 yards. Go ahead, John. I can't believe this. But anyways, nice little head-to-head out of John and Mutt this week. Yeah, do I like we do it. a side bet again? Loser has to have shine, or winner has to oh. shine, brings them coffee. By the way, Mutt, I brought you coffee yeah. today. You just weren't here for it. Yeah, what the hell? shut up. You knew I wasn't going to be there. You knew oh, that. Oh, we found out the same time um, you did. So those are the th- those are my three. I know it was the last minute to think. Those are my three. Uh, I, I, but I think there's some karma in play tonight for the Thursday night game. Anderson, I think he's one of the few things he's good at. He makes good opens for the show. He makes people around him feel really awkward. And then the other True. thing he does, I think I think the smart coach against Bill O'Brien thing is in play tonight. I think Frank Reich's a smart coach. I think Bill O'Brien's a dummy. Right now, as I sit here at the beautiful MGM Grand, I think it's three and a half. Colts getting three. Don't, don't I have to bet the Colts? Yeah, I think you do. I, I would have said the same thing. Um, it's just you're getting more than a field goal here. The Colts, the last time they played, the Colts kept it extremely close all game. Even if the Colts don't win, I don't. I don't think Houston's going to win by much. They did not impress us last week in Baltimore by any means. No, their offensive line has major issues. But you don't. You didn't sound that confident, Chime. So I'm. I, I'm tell, I will lean that way, and I will send you guys the pick. You can tweet out the official pick at Winners Club Pod. Uh, eventually, I do get it in. But I'm going to be. We're going to be tweeting from there all weekend, betting all weekend here in Las Vegas. Uh, and try to come home with some semblance of mortgage payment. It's the hope. Love it. Yes, I don't know. Uh, but that, that's it, guys. I'm going to let you guys get back to the podcast, and uh, we'll see you on Twitter. And uh, Anderson, don't be awkward when I hang up, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Pre- Mutt. I'm always awkward. Appreciate it, Mutt. Have Shime, fun in uh, Vegas, Shime, I love you. I love Shime, you, too. I love you. I love you. All right, before we go on, you had something about the Falcons. Yeah, so I wanted to hit on this, uh, and thank you, Mutt Man, for bringing up the game. Mutt took the over in the Falcons game. I had the Um, under written down for that. Did you? I did, yeah. And I'm leaning the same way as you here. So we know the Bucs' defense is terrible. Their pass defense, at the very least, is atrocious. Their run defense is elite, but you know who doesn't run the ball? Atlanta, because (laughs) they don't have a running back. But they they also don't need to run the ball. You've seen the last couple weeks, I don't know what's happened, and I— I have a theory, and this is a theory for another time, but I think basically, for the most part, Dan Quinn has completely taken himself out of the play calling. I think he was over-involved all year on the defensive side of the ball. Are they taking him out of the building? <laughs> More or less. <laughs> and I think now, after the bye week, they took him out of the play calling. They're allowing, um, what the hell's the the defensive coach, uh, Raheem, what's his face? Raheem Morris. Thank you, Raheem Morris, to call those third down plays. I think... The defense is showing life, and Matt Ryan is playing like you thought he would have played at the beginning of the season when you predicted him to be your MVP. Right. I actually like Atlanta in this game, getting or laying four. I'm, this is not one of my picks, but I'm leaning heavily Falcons here, and I go under 51.5. I think that's a bit much. I do, too. 
I think I think it's the same reason with the Jimmy the Jimmy G turnover factor. While I took that, Winston's yeah, Jameis, good for four. Jameis is good for five picks. Yeah, he's he'll throw for a million yards, but he's also good for two red zone picks. Uh, here's a, here's a good stat. Can you tell me who in their career has more giveaways through the first five years of their season, uh, career as a quarterback than Jameis Winston? Who has more? Who has more? Peyton Manning. Yes, that's one. That's Who's one. the other one? There's two. There's two. It's not Tom Brady, is it? No, it's not. Okay. Jake the Snake Plumber. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? That there was, you go. That was, we would have been here for years. Yeah, I know. That's why, I, that's why I gave you one more guess. Um, but yeah, so and, and Jameis will easily eclipse Peyton this year, and he could even catch Jake Plummer at this point. Like, Jameis is throwing so many picks, it's ridiculous. He fumbles the football all the time. I, I just see him as a turnover waiting to happen. I like the Falcons. They got something. They got some mojo right now. So the only thing about the Matt Ryan preseason pick, which is a shame, because the Falcons are about to face the easiest passing schedule of any team of any team in the league. Yeah. For the for the next six other than their would they play the Saints one more time? Right. Uh, yes. Other than that, so that game, that that selection of mine preseason sort of hinged on that and hinged on them not having seven losses by now. True. I thought it would be more like five losses by now, and then they could go on. It'd a be run. about five hundred. If they go on a run now, they're still not going to make the playoffs because no. of the conference they're in. Nine no, and exactly. seven won't do it. No, it will not. So, first ever nine and seven non-playoff MVP. Uh, doubtful. But he's going to play Russell real Wilson good. Two years ago. Yeah. Right. Um, so Mutt, Mutt is going to place a bet. He's going to put his money where his mouth is on the smart. Well, we've done that like ninety times. Smart this coach season, but against Bill the smart, the smart coach. Which the theory on that was more of when it was like a nine point spread. But I guess I guess we'll just do <laughs> we'll do like the four point works for me because that was when it hit before. Like so it. You, so you did. Uh, so we, okay. So we each did two. So I've got one more here. Yeah. So my last pick. Um, and you can cue this up right now. Play that Tanisance music, baby. Oh boy, We're here. You snagged the it tennis, from me. The Tennessee Titans get to play the Jacksonville Jaguars this week, but Tennessee's at home. They're coming off a bye. Ryan Tannehill right now, since he became the starter for the Titans, is one of the most efficient quarterbacks in football. Laying three at home for the Jaguars. Give me Ryan Tannehill and the Tannesons, the Tennessee Titans. Doing a jig right now, right now, because I really love this pick. You and Mutt cleared my board, basically. You're welcome. I yeah, told I'm you down. I'm down me. to only two right now left, and both of them are crazy. So you know what? I'm going to do something even crazier. Oh God, he's scribbling things out over here. Pick one. What? Make my third pick between those These two. two down here. Those two, yeah. Ugh. I guess take Oakland. Take I Oakland. Tr- I don't trust Cleveland to beat a team by more than ten points. I don't care who they are. Well, no, I would take Miami. I would take oh, Miami would take plus Ma- 10. Uh, no, nah, I'd still go Oakland. I ride Oakland. I, I think Oakland's a good football team. I-, I That's it. I think their pass rush is finally getting something going. Cleveland Farrell looks like an actually pretty good first-round pick. Maybe not a number four Max overall Crosby pick. Max Crosby looks like a pro bowler. Max Crosby looks fantastic. And then that offense is just, they run the ball so well. And Josh Jacobs is great. That's your yeah, offense. And CJ Mosley's still banged up, too. Yeah, I, I like I, I like the Raiders there. Yeah, I like Oakland. I'll go Oakland minus three um, at the Jets. So those are the three. We, we we met up with Mutt there out in Vegas. Yeah, so let's rifle them off for everybody just, just so we know. So Mutt's picks are Seattle getting a point and a, point and a half on the road in Philly. Uh, the uh, he's got over- Vikings against the bye. The over. <laughs> over 51 and a half, Bucks falcons And then he's got Green Bay getting three in San Fran. And I've got the Dallas-New England under- 
45. I scrolled it out so I can't see what it was. I think it was 40, 45.0. Uh, I have got San Francisco minus three versus uh, the Packers. And the other one was, other one we just made, Oakland minus three on the road at the Jets. And I have Baltimore laying three in L.A. taking on the Rams. That's way too low. Give me the Giants getting six in Chicago. I think Chicago's offense sucks. And, of course, the Tennessee, Tennessee laying three and a half as Jacksonville comes to town. Now, before we get to the plugs here. Oh boy! I meant to ask Mutt this, but it was gonna be—it was gonna be bad podcasting because I know he would have had nothing. Okay. What are the bands from Vegas that I'm thinking of that Mutt will not know? There are four. There are three big ones. They're from Vegas, like all originally from Vegas. from Vegas. All from Vegas. Not Elvis. Hmm. And the fourth one that's smaller that you wouldn't get is Neon Trees, but the other three I definitely would not. There have are three one. huge ones. Oh man, I don't, I don't know. Two thousands and twenty tens, rock music. Blink one eighty two. No, they're from San Diego. Um, Creed. Def- I have no idea where Creed is from. <laughs> I've never looked into Creed. Uh, Nickelback. By the way, by the way, earlier today it was revealed to me that Chime's first album that he ever bought was Creed. Weathered by Creed, two thousand one, one hundred percent. And I won't say this. I'll give you the choice if you want to say what your first concert. Yeah, was. Yeah, of course I'll say it. I, I I don't feel any shame in this. My first you album, should. the first album I ever purchased was Weathered by Creed. The second one was a good one though, Under the Corks, uh, Cork Tree by uh, Fall Out Boy. Yep. But uh, first concert I ever went to actually was um, a nice combination of an opener of Daughtry. Then a nice little entree or like kind of tasty dessert before the meal with stained uh, and Nickelback as the uh, main course. It was safe great. rock, we call it. It, it was safe fantastic. Rock. I, you know what? In my early days, I loved that. I was like a freshman in high school when I went to that. <laughs> I was my, I was, I was all that was. I definitely, I look back and I, I do kind of cringe at some of the music I liked when I was younger. But you, but there's, but at the it's same like time, there's spot. a lot of it. It's that a I soft love. spot. Yeah, exactly. Right. My first concert, Bon Jovi. My first album purchased. The Killer's Hot Fuss, oh, that's which a great is album. one of the bands from Vegas. Oh, okay. Their second album, Sam's Town, named after Sam's Town Hotel and Casino. Oh, Hopefully, Mutt is there losing money tonight. You never would have guessed And that. then you've got Panic at the Disco and Imagine Dragons. Oh, they're all from Vegas? All are from Vegas. Uh, yeah, they opened They opened um, the the arena where the Vegas Golden Knights play. They opened it together. So. I did not know that. Well, I'm a Panic at the Disco fan. Well, I like oh, Brendan really? Urie. He's Ooh. the best. This, we just did a post-show, a pre-post-pre-show pre-show that's a mind meld and i love it uh there are many other podcasts at the station though many of which will be at lord hobo brewery and breaking news we're gonna be at lord hobo next should have led with that yeah well i'll put this in the beginning i'll take this breaking news put it before the open and then right when i say that and this play the open all right we need a clean cut of this ready breaking news we're going to be at Lord Hobo next Tuesday for the pod combination thingamajig that Bradford's doing. Live podcast. We're going to be there. Me and John. Mutt is a question mark at the moment. But there will be other great podcasts there. For example, Rob Bradford himself, host of The Bradfo Show. I don't know what he's going to be doing there, but he will be there. We will Ken be Laird drinking beers. That is for sure. Oh, absolutely. Can't Rob, guarantee. I'm, I'm, that's why I want Mutt to come and bring absolutely. his kids because I want him to pick me up and drive me there. <laughs> Uh, I want him to come from Chelmsford, drive by Lord Hobo uh, another 45 minutes to my apartment in Brighton, pick me up, and then go back. Perfect. I love it. I'll pitch that to him. <laughs> that, I think I think he'll Whoever be doesn't hit on the San Fran, uh, <laughs> green bed bed. Perfect. They have to go. But yeah, so make sure you go to Lord Hobo uh, Tuesday, what is that, November 26th. Yes. Um, 
Ken Laird and Matt Kalman will not be there, but the Skate Pod did put out an episode yesterday with yes. some one of Kalman broke out his roller decks and somebody somebody called it. I yeah. forget who it was. Uh, hashtag dork, as we talk about in the pre-show post-show, which is coming up in like a couple minutes, they did their top 10 video games of the decade. They sure did. Decade. It was a lot it's of It's coming. Fun. It's coming. And next week they're going to do top 10 movies of the comic decade. Books, oh, no, comic books comic of the books decade. Comic books first. They're movie saving movies for the end. Yep. And then we've got the Lucina Lane show. They put they did a big Gronk Gronk deep dive this week, Ooh, joined by party. OMF producer Ryan Garvin and our former intern Dylan Mitchell. Just happened to be in the room, so oh, apparently he said Dylan. some words. There you uh, go. But as far as I know, Lucy will not be there. Elaine might be there. Was the last at last check? And there's another podcast on this on this. Uh, th- oh, five out. They'll all be there except Tyler, Nick Fryer, Matt Medeiros will be there. Yep. Uh, there's another unnamed podcast. Both of whom's hosts will be there. Yes, and I can guarantee we're going to start some beef. Yeah, it's going to be. They're going to have to be held. We're, someone's going to have to hold me back at one yeah. point. I might yep, throw definitely. a. I might. I might throw a punch at. Throw a uh, haymaker. Yeah, yeah. Especially after that. Don't tell me to that, shut that, up that and get Bill's Twitter incident. followers. So you jerk. <laughs> All right, that does it here. Oh, I thought you would say something. Oh, uh, <laughs> enjoy so yeah, the rest. So, no, no, no. So, of course, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at Winners Club oh, yeah, Pod. Always go do that. Please go follow us on Twitter at the winners at winners club pod. You can follow me on Twitter at shine time. He's at John W E I. And of course the mutt man is at mutt W E I. Make sure to rate review five stars and subscribe to the channel. If you do that, we'll be happy to read a couple of those reviews. Um, over Looking the at you, Scott from new balance, Dick Baxter. Yeah. Your whoever, thing. anybody, anybody just review us. Give us five stars. You can rip me. You can rip John. You can rip Mutt. All you want. Give me five stars first, though, and I will read it over the air. Any, okay. I will read five-star reviews till I go blue in the face. Enjoy Truth the rest of your weekend. <sighs>
So what were, do you have, oh, Keith didn't email these to us. Like, Oh, uh, god damn it, Rich. I, I know the list for the most part, though. Yeah, what, so so hashtag dork did their top 10 movies of the decade. This It was no, like no, a combined list. Video games list. of the decade this week. Or sorry, video games. Yeah, so they had done TV shows the previous week, which we addressed in last week's pre-show, post-show. This week they did video games. And I know uh, like Batman Arkham Knight, I think, was, no, not Arkham Knight, I'm sorry, Arkham City was number, number two. Um, I forget what number one was. It's awful of me. The the thing that pissed me off the most, though, is, first of all, the fact that, so Keith put the Telltale Games Walking Dead on there. Ooh, hey, uh, breaking news on the podcast. Oh, break it. Miles Garrett's, uh, the NFL has denied Miles Garrett's appeal, the indefinite suspension stance. <laughs> yeah, you can say he said a racial slur all you want. Hey, go, go tell Tyler, because he's not paying attention. Okay. Live on. on the podcast. We're about to break. Live on the podcast. I'll be right back. Let's see if he knows already. Chimes in the other room telling him right now. Here's some Renaissance music. He didn't know we broke the news. Ooh. So we actually broke that news on here before OMF did. Damn right. So when this gets released, now you know. The club dubasans. Well, uh, what else did they have on there? Uh, so they had what else uh, got? Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay, of course, had to be on there. Keith I was really Keith mad. Hasn't played that, has he? No, he's not. Okay. I'm really, I was really mad. Davy refused to put Fortnite on his list, and I understand. I wouldn't have either. Yeah, but with the amount of people that I understand, the amount of people that don't care for it, but like its popularity was so monstrous over the last few years that like you have to like I would have been okay with it sliding in right at number ten. Like that's fine. I think it just deserved to be on the list. Like I'm not proposing that it's number one or top five or anything like that i just think it felt like it needed to be on the list but anyways so i know they had breath of the wild um batman arkham knight or arkham city i keep getting that wrong uh god of war oh the last of us was number one uh which last of us two will be coming out what next year or the year after Yes, it got delayed from February to May. So they put The Last of Us number one. That, that That's yep. fine. Yep. I, I, I can, I, it wouldn't be my one, but it is one of the best games i played this decade. So yep. uh, Overwatch was on the list because that the, the replayability on that game was ridiculous. Uh, the PS4 uh, exclusive Spider-Man game uh, was fantastic. That was also on the list. That would be up there for me. That would be top five. Uh, I'm trying to think what was else was on the list, but I can't remember. What Those music? The... What music should I play Mutt into us with? Oh, with that uh, party music. You go for it. That or Planet Monkey, of course. I can't find Planet Monkey on here. This God stuff, damn they it! Everything on here. Yeah. Why? Why you gotta go change in our wide orbit, man? Oh yeah. Well, this is supposed to be. The... <laughs> if there was video right now, you'd see Shine dancing like an idiot. I think you're doing Fortnite dances. That, but no, well, I'm not. Well, this, this is already the this is the this is the Shine Parlay Partay music, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have this and country then, party music, although I think that's under one of our picks, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not this week. Oh, it isn't. Okay. Nope. That's the Mutt Walkout music. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, no, the uh, that's the Shine Parlay Party music. But then when I hit a parlay, we gotta get the epic hero music that leads up to the final, the final bout. Oh yeah, we do have that. Team. And that, I, that I have, exists, I do have an. Epic parlay I put in this week. I may or may not give it at the end of the show. Okay. And, I, and by may or may not, I definitely will. So any any so as far as that video games list goes, my number one would be 2010 Fallout New Vegas. Okay, that That's is fine. I I am I was a is Fallout that, kid. 
Is that prior to Fallout 4? Yes. Okay. It was actually made, it wasn't technically made by the same people. It was made by the people, by people who were part of the company that made didn't the original Fallout Didn't they split off Fallout and they games. made the Outer Worlds, right? This New Vegas people? Yes. Because, yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't split off. They technically were just never Whatever. part of it in the first place. But Outer Worlds is very good as well. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I was a That's big, my other one. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, great game. Phenomenal. I was also a big fan of Fallout 4. Loved Fallout 4. I also... Oh, and Skyrim was on that list because I oh, put yes, in yes, yes. a freaking 300 hours into that game. So. Um Horizon Zero Dawn, some dude starts talking to you through like a robot at some point. Did you play that game? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the whole time I'm like, I know that fucking voice. I know <laughs> it's fucking Cedric Daniels from The Wire. <laughs> but this is bullshit, guy. <laughs> and then when he, when he shows up and the, the character in the video game just looks exactly like the actor, I was yeah. like, I knew the it. The graphics in that game were insane. Phenomenal. Gotta, you give him a lot of credit. I can't wait for a follow-up to that. That is one of like the most original like concepts and that executed like perfectly that I've ever I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, hey, I have a surprise for you. Oh, I love surprises. <laughs> 